right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Parent Yak Podcast. My name is Keegan Tabler, and I'm joined by some fantastic friends of mine, Samantha and Nathaniel Smith. I'm so glad you guys are here. How are you doing yeah, today? It's good to be hey. here. Fantastic. You know what we're doing here? Um, kind of. Okay. So for everybody that doesn't know, the Parent Yak Podcast is all about having us talk to parents and explain some things on how you can champion being the pastor and the you know leader of your home. So I'm super excited to have you guys here. You guys are our first guests. So who better to have than the two of you? I've get I've got to see you guys kind of come up in in marriage and parenthood and stuff, and it's been really really fun. Uh, so let's kick it off. We'll start with something really simple. All right, so we'll start off with like a little icebreaker, a little something fun. Um, so what is your favorite snack that's actually Abigail's snacks? I know oh. you have one. <laughs> um, she loves fruit, so Absolutely. she loves strawberries. We yeah. eat strawberries all the that's time. That's a cheater answer. It is. It's a cheater no. answer. Like, a like I'm hoping you're coming out like, oh, I eat her puffs all the no, time. Because like, I do that to my nephew. No, the, I will feed him one, and then he feeds me two. That's just absolutely. How the puffs are delicious. Yes. The banana flavor ones are yes. great. Yes, banana and peach. Those are my favorite. So, absolutely. Also, she no. has these little like teether crackers that are... You remember like the old lemon butter cookies? Yes. They're like those, and they're pretty great. So. Love them. Love them. <laughs> So you don't eat any of the baby no. food? You're a liar. No, I don't. I promise. Oh, my gosh. All right. So let's get into it. I've got a few questions for you guys, so hopefully you're ready. If you studied, great. If you didn't, you'll still be fine. Uh, so the first one, I'm just going to toss it up, whoever wants it. Um, as first-time parents, did you set any goals of being a first-time parent? And if so, what were your expectations on hitting them? So like, what I mean is, did you meet them, or did you find that any of your goals may have been unrealistic? Um, I think our goal was to keep her alive. <laughs> Absolutely. I think so I far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. One year down. Um, I don't think that we really, I don't think that we set any specific goals. I mean, we want to raise like a godly child, obviously, who knows the Lord and loves us and loves her family. But yeah, and I would say, I mean, obviously, obviously every parent has like goals that might not be spoken. We didn't like sit around and write down goals. Like, you know, when we mm -hmm. have a kid, we're going to do this, we're going to do this and everything's going to be perfect. Like we didn't sit down and write out those goals. Right. Um, but you know, obviously there's some, some unspoken goals that you always try to meet. Like Samantha was saying of, of making sure that you're raising um, your child, which Abigail was born like beginning of COVID. So like things right. are starting to shut down and all of a sudden now we have a child. Wow. Um, and so it COVID was a very baby. interesting, interesting season for us. And so raising a child during COVID when the world kind of isn't what it has been your whole entire life was a True. little difficult. Um, and so even some of those things were, were, were strange because talking about raising a child in Christ, like what do you do with a newborn? Right. Like, so figuring that out. And then on top of that, like we we're not going to church, like church is closed. There mm -hmm. is no church. Um, and so navigating all that as well. Yeah, that was something I thought about when COVID started, because, I mean, I myself am not a parent yet, but I thought about that. I was like, two things popped into my head was, one, if you don't understand the word, like if you don't already speak it like we do mm -hmm. and teach other people, there's no way you know how to teach your kids yeah. and make church. Yeah, then the absolutely. other thing was, how how many of these kids that are just now being born, so like you guys having Abigail and then Trevor and... Um, Brooke having Remy and then Austin and Emily, like all these people are great speakers and can do that. But the biggest thing that all the kids are going to experience is 
you know faces as masks. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So like then once everything kind of backs down, you can start seeing it. it's like, oh, what is that? <laughs> so like, you know, I was, I was, I was, it was something that popped in my head the other day. It was interesting. Um, so what about, did you find yourselves taking any cues from your parents' parenting style? Like, like you do something, say something to him, like, oh my God, I sound like my mom or, oh man, that my dad said that to me like a hundred times. Have you had any of those? Yeah. I think everyone has like, while I was pregnant and stuff and we were thinking about like being actual parents, like we realized, you know, like there's things that both of our parents have done well and there's things that we don't want to repeat that our parents have Mm -hmm. done. So like we want to be better than our parents were. And, um, yeah, so I think just, I don't, I can't think of anything specific, but like. Um, yeah, I think it was just processing and realizing like, okay, yes, we, they did that well, but I don't know about doing that. We want to do that a little differently. And so, yeah. Which I would say too, um, having a baby, um, it's a little bit different because like, I don't remember being an infant. Like I don't remember my parents raising me at that age. Um, and so I feel like I'll have more, um, like a different experience as, as we have a child that's older, because it'll be things sure. that I remember. Um, but as far as this season of life, there's not many things I remember, but I do know that it's been super interesting, super difficult because everyone has their opinion of how you should raise your yes. kids. And so sure. um, oh even though Especially I don't necessarily, right. Yes. And so like, even though I don't necessarily remember my yeah. parents, like parenting style, um, as far as like growing up when I was an infant, like both of our, like both sets of our parents, even grandparents have had input and like had things that they've said that like, you know, <laughs> this is the way we think you should be doing it. Yeah. And obviously, um, like in reality, there's things that either, hey, you haven't raised a, a baby in 24 years. And so mm-hmm. things have just changed and are everything's different. Everything's different. Like yeah. everything's different. Or it's just, hey, you know, we're not choosing to do that with our kid, right? right. And so it's exactly. like, so there's there's good cues that I think that we've taken, good advice that we've gotten from our parents, but sure. then also some things where we've kind of had to say, like, either things aren't done that way anymore or we're not going to choose to raise our kids that way. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, it was to, <laughs> it was funny. We were hanging out uh, one day. We had our nephew at the house. We had the whole family together. And then... Um, <laughs> Kim's Kim's grandmother asked uh, our, my brother-in-law, well, have you given him any bacon and eggs yet? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he's he's still drinking milk. What do you mean, bacon and eggs? Like, oh, yeah, I was eating bacon and eggs when I was five minutes old. Like, what are you talking about? This is the craziest. So, like, it's interesting to see, yeah, yeah. like, because you guys still have grandparents. Yeah. Right. And, the, like, my grandmother's still alive, so she's like, oh, yeah, when you know, when you have a baby, you got to put a little whiskey in your mouth. No, that's a bad idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. this, this isn't the Great right. Depression anymore. Like, we're, we got medicines all over the place. Yeah. Well, then, like, so one of the things that people kept telling us is, like, oh, you know, put a little... You know, because you're not supposed to give certain things until certain ages. They'd be like, "Oh, put a little bit of uh, a baby cereal in the in the milk, and it'll make it denser, and it'll be full, and they'll sleep longer." And we're like, "What? Yeah, that's like wild. That's, that's she doesn't not need this not yet. Yeah, that's not something you should do." <laughs> oh man! Um, and then even like, yeah, food is a big one. Food is a big topic Absolutely. because a lot has changed in the way they do food, and so like even like now they say to try to give your children like strips, right? So strips right. instead of like. Strips instead of pieces. Instead yeah. of pieces, yeah. right? So they can hold it and, and so, bite. Right. But like our parents like don't comprehend. That. They're like, is this this is too big for her? Like we need to cut. And it's like it's like no, it's it's fine. Yes. Like this is the right like size. Like the food. whole great conspiracy that's going on right now. Absolutely. I saw like I don't have a kid. And I saw that the other day. I was like, 
oh yeah, this is dumb. Like yeah. we should have been doing this a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so question three. Sam, I'm going to give this one directly to you. Okay. Okay, so what is the biggest change you have found in yourself since becoming a parent? Like what changed about Sam? Hmm. So I feel like this ties into the like advice, parent advice thing, all of that. Um, really the biggest thing for me, I have kind of always struggled with confidence in myself. And mm. I think becoming a mom, like I just realized, um, you know, God gave me Abigail, like she's my daughter. For he sure. decided that I was the one to be her mom. And so to trust myself with that, like God has equipped me to be her mom. I know it's best. And True. to trust not only my instincts, but also like just my decisions, you know, like my mom can give me advice. His mom can give me advice and I can listen to that. But at the end of the day, it's my, it's our decision Absolutely. to make like, and we can trust that. Like we know what we're doing. Um, and so for me, that's been the biggest thing is just trusting myself and trusting that I do know what's best for her at the end of the day, for despite sure. what everybody else says. So. Absolutely. It's been a big thing for me. So what have you seen is the biggest change in Samantha? Okay. (laughs) Um, I mean, I would definitely say right right along with what she's saying, Mm -hmm. um, there's always been such an interesting dynamic um, because when when you're just a kid to your parents, um, even after you get married and things like that, when you're just a kid to your parents, the way they give advice is different than when you become a parent to your own children, right? Yeah, it's yeah, almost like okay. it's a it's a big change. It's a big seasonal shift when you become a parent, not just a kid to your parents, right? Because mm-hmm. now I'm actually a parent. And so I would definitely say for in, in the same vein of what Samantha was saying is like just this new um, confidence, not feeling like everything that her parents said or the advice that family was giving her was like, this is the way things have to be. But really her having a confidence to understand at the end of the day, like, no, I know what's best for my child. Like, I know what's best for her. Um, And really just the motherly instincts. Like, people talk about motherly instincts, but I don't think they really understand the depth of, like... Yeah, for sure. Because people be like, you know, I just... I never in a million years thought I was ready to be a parent. But, like, there is literally something that happens when you have a kid. There's a switch. That like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Plenty of people have told me about the yeah, switch. Like, because like, me and Samantha, you know, we've been in, we've done ministry forever. And even before we were here at Turning Point, you know, when we were in, like, ninth and 10th grade when we came here, um, even when we were at other churches, we both served in nursery environments. And so we've been around kids, students, everything, like, next generation Absolutely. work forever. Um, so, like... Most people consider us a little more prepared, but even all of our friends that are having kids and stuff who are like, we never thought we were ready. There's just something when you have a kid, you know. Yeah. You know what to do. You know, you know right. how to take care of them. You know where they're at um, at all you, times. You hear Everything. them cry yeah. and you know what they need. Um, and for Samantha, I would say that's like 110% true because I think it took me a little bit longer to get mm-hmm. and to understand. Like, Abigail will be crying. I'll be like, I don't know what she needs. And Samantha's like, no, she needs X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh, cool. And so there were times well, when yeah, there were times when I would that find myself right, and there'd be times where I found myself like asking her, like, "Hey, she's like, you know, what do we need to do here?" Because it literally was just that motherly instinct that kicked in, and she That's knew. Awesome. Like, That's so cool. God's so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh man. Okay, Sam. What have you seen change about Nathaniel since becoming a dad? Which oh. you guys have a super interesting thing because you went from like. 
Samantha, you went from like Sam to like Sam Smith to like Sam the mom. Yeah, like, in like yeah. one, two, three, like very quick. <laughs> honeymoon so like, baby. Yeah, honeymoon <laughs> baby is for sure. But like, cause you you had like super changes. Really, I mean, even yourself, you went from like yeah working at a church to husband to dad like that quick. Yeah. So, yeah. what have you seen change most in Nathaniel? Um, I think honestly, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like one thing to say. He is so much more like sappy and sentimental. This is kind of a funny one, but hey, Daddy's girl for sure. She is oh, Daddy's yeah. girl Certainly. through and through. Absolutely, Melts anybody his heart. who knows you guys yeah. knows that's absolutely so, true. So um, yeah, it's just funny to see because I've always been the sentimental one and emotional, yeah. like, and just it's funny to see the softer <laughs> side of him with for his sure. little girl. Um, I think that's just been like the overarching thing yeah which if they're like for anybody listening like if you're a dad you already know this or if you were like preparing if you're listening maybe to this podcast like preparing for parenting there's just something different that happens especially to be a dad to a baby girl like it's like when you have a son you know i feel like it's probably different i don't have a son yet so i can't directly speak to that like having a having a daughter um it is like it's a huge shift um, and especially this being our first kid, it's like every little season that changes, you know, it's like, it's like the other night, the biggest thing the other night for us was we realized that, you know, she's gone from like bottles to like, you know, like the like sippy cups. cup with a straw. Yeah. And we realized that it just happened. And like, we don't like, we were like, oh my gosh, like, have we given her her last bottle? Like, does yeah. she even need us to do this anymore? And so we had to like have a soppy like parenting moment. Like, no, tonight we're gonna give her her last bottle. And like, <laughs> like we gotta mark it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even just mark it in the book, but it's Take like a picture. <laughs> it's like you know, when giving a child a bottle. Like they need your help. Yeah, right? for sure. And so, like, when she starts drinking from a cup, it's like she doesn't. That's one less. Like as they grow up, yeah. it's like that's one less thing that you need me for. Yeah, I've noticed that's become a big thing. It's like mm-hmm. you know, like I heard this thing that it was like there was one day that your parents put you down and it was the last time they ever picked you up. And yeah, it's like, exactly. Oh my God, this is crazy to think about. <laughs> right, she, right. Like, it's like thinking about it, it's like, Hey mom and dad, do you remember the last time you held me? Oh my God. No, I don't know if I can still, but let's try. Cause I, <laughs> yeah. now I'm thinking about it. Like <laughs> you know first time parents, that's like escalated because you've For never sure. experienced that before. Well then you know, like if so, you have another baby come, you're like, okay, good. I get to do this again. Yeah. Right. But, right. Yeah. If you do the one, the one and done, it's like, I don't know. This is like <laughs> the last diaper. This is yeah. the last like yeah. rice. Like, what right. I, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like this is the f- last time she tries her first food. Like, mm-hmm. right, right. Leave all the little small things. This is the last time she'll get a baby haircut. Like what? That doesn't even <laughs> mean anything. Like, she'll cut her hair a million more times, but this is the last time she did it as a baby. Right. So it's like, oh, geez. All right. What have you seen change about yourself real quick? Um, so I think the biggest thing that I've seen change about myself um, is just really having to figure out, um, just figuring out my schedule, figuring out routine, figuring out life, um, because my family is very important to me. Mm. And so I like to win. I like to, um, not necessarily in a competitive sense, but like, I like to be successful in the things that I do. Sure. And so I have to make sure that I'm balancing conquering, getting those kind of things done and also spending time with my family. Um, and then another thing, which I was always blessed with growing up as a kid, 
um, was that my dad never worked like ridiculous hours. Like right. he always kind of made sure that he was home and a part of our life. But I mean, there was a season of life where he was working like tons of overtime to make sure that, you know, they, we could afford everything we needed. Absolutely. Um, and so one of the biggest changes I think for me is feeling, feeling the weight of being a provider, but then also um, learning the dynamic of sometimes providing doesn't mean financially. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. providing means yeah. my time. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so I think a lot of times, especially in America, we're so fast paced that you would talk to a lot of kids, a lot of adults that are grown up now who are like, yeah, my dad made great money. We went on great vacations, but he was never home. Yep. Yeah. I'm and one of those like, kids. Absolutely. You know, and so it's one of those things. It's like at the end of the day, what good does it do for you to be a millionaire if your kids don't remember growing up yeah. with you. It's like, who cares about the money if I don't right. get to spend it? Yeah. Like, I don't get to see you enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so for me, it's making no sure, point. like, <laughs> I'm making that shift to make sure, like, no, like, at the end of the day, there need to be days where yes. I, where I, like, there's certain times where, you know, hey, we're going to have a busy week this week. So, you know, I'm not going to be home every single night at this exact time, but making sure that those are few and far between, making sure yeah. that there's consistency um, you know, which with, with all the stuff that we've done with NextGen, you know, one of the things that um, we learned a lot about is, you know, kids need consistent adults in their life. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm for me as a parent, I'm like, I'm not going to let anyone be more consistent than me in my child's life. Yeah, yeah. For sure. um, yeah. And so for me, I'm making sure like 90 percent of the time I'm making sure when dinner time hits, I'm seated at, like I'm seated at that table that we're eating dinner as a family. And so. No matter how busy life gets, for me, I think the biggest shift is knowing, like, I need to make time for my family. For sure. I'm going to carve out whatever I need to do. And when we, like, when we sit down at night, it's family time. Yeah. And it's not just time. Like, yeah, yeah I was at home, but I was sitting in a chair watching yeah. whatever. It's yeah. like right. making sure, because you never know when you might have that 18 Absolutely. hour every day, every yeah. day of the week right. pop up all of a sudden. Like, hey, we're getting ready to go out of town because we got to go do blah and blah. But you need to make sure that that time is, like great time Mm -hmm. it's teaching time it's like you are learning who i am as your dad or as your mom and i'm learning who you are as a kid that's growing up like it needs to be quality like very quality time when you which also which also can be hard sometimes and you know samantha can probably speak to this a little bit but it can be hard sometimes especially for me because the way i relax is i just want to like sit down watch tv and tune out the world just veg out um and so for me when i come home and sit down one of the biggest shifts has been normally for me coming home and sitting down it's like let's sit on the couch let's watch a show let's relax Mm. um and you know it creates a fast-paced environment when i get home right because it's like we're eating dinner by the time dinner's done we got like a 30-minute gap um, and then, you know, we're moving towards bedtime, bath time, all that kind of stuff sure. and getting the baby down. So, mm-hmm. so really for me also learning to kind of put aside some things that maybe for me personally, I would like to do. Cause also like you were talking about just a second ago, like it doesn't do me any good to be home if I'm not actually present. Yeah. Right. So, so making sure that when I come home, I'm not just tuning the world out and like trying to relax, mm-hmm. but I'm also yeah. making sure to intentionally engage, um, with my not just with my daughter but also with my wife so yeah for sure for sure that's really good guys so what's something nobody warned you about starting out as parents like you just randomly one day like what no one told me that an explosion of epic proportions (laughs) was gonna happen yeah like you know anything at all 
Um, honestly, so when I was reading over this question um, earlier, <laughs> I the first thing that popped to mind, honestly, was that nobody... We heard all of the, like, oh, get ready, your life is over. Get ready to, like, not sleep for the next 18 years mm. and um, all of this stuff. But I really think, truly, nobody really warned us about how awesome it would be. Um, and we just, like, we heard all of the negative yeah. and all of the, like, get ready for this. And, oh, my gosh, diapers out the wazoo. And right. it's so, so expensive and blah, blah, blah. But, like... The joy that she brings to our life and how much fun we have with her. Yeah. And um, we really like nobody really told us that, you know, like it was all the like negative things. And I think for us, I mean, yeah, it's hard. Not every day is easy and like there's difficult things and stuff. But really, that's the thing that at the end of this first year, like looking back, I'm like, she has been so much fun and she's just yeah, added absolutely. so much joy to our life that. Yeah honestly even more than we expected like we had expectations of like we've we both have always wanted to be parents and always wanted to have a family mm -hmm. but like watching that unfold and seeing her and getting to know her personality and like also like I've been around kids for years like since I was a kid myself but mm -hmm. like it's been so fun and interesting to see like this little baby already has a personality oh, like sure. crazy yeah, for real. and i just didn't expect that so yeah. i think well it's different for all of us too because like yeah. i've been around kids like yeah. for a long time and then even here yeah. obviously i've been around kids but then it's like when you're around like one of your friends kids it's yeah. so different yeah it's yeah. like okay this is one of this is one of these students this is one yeah. of the kids i'm used to them <laughs> oh but wait that's that's Abigail. Like, yeah. oh man, there's my little buddy. Like, because you yeah. just feel connected. Yeah. Because like I've got to watch her grow up. Mm -hmm. Not even as much as you guys right. have. And I noticed immediately, like, oh, she's starting to get a little like, she's starting to get a little attitude, yeah. a little like, you yeah. know, something about her. She's, you know, she's starting to get that pouty face. Like, yeah. she knows what she wants now. Right. And it's very, yeah. it's yeah. very interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I think, and I think to what Samantha was saying too, like, that's so true. Like, and I think it's so many times in life even when we were getting married people did that oh they're yeah. like telling us like oh are you sure you want to get married blah yeah. blah blah like you don't, what if you don't do the toothpaste like you yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> you know? like the last time you ever experienced freedom and it's yeah. like but it, like marriage wasn't that for us like yeah. marriage has been a joy and that would the same with parenting people like oh you know being a parent is just so hard and it is but at the end of the day like i wouldn't trade it for anything you for know sure. and, yeah and so it's such it's such an important part of our lives now, um, you know, and, and like we're we're to the point where it's like, you know, like, yeah, like we don't even want to, you know, some people like I don't know how people have one kid and they're done because she's brought so much entertainment, so much joy to our life. They're like, we just wanted to keep going. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's definitely a good thing. But also, I will say this, though, <laughs> no one warned us that newborns can have like 15 diapers a day. <laughs> Like that's a lot. So yeah. I'm saying, and I'm lot. saying this because really for anybody is. listening to this who's like getting ready to have a kid, <laughs> buy more, right? Yeah. Buy, buy, buy more, more diapers. Buy more. Because also, so we did the whole like when we had the when we had the baby shower, like people brought diapers Absolutely. and we did like a diaper raffle and stuff. We yeah. had a million diapers. We're like, we're not going to need that many like newborn sizes, it's right? So we're like, many. let's return them and get the size we want. Like, no, and she went through so many diapers in like the first couple of months. Like, oh, yeah. it was like. 
I think at the one point, like, I think the highest we ever had was like 18 diapers in one day or some absurd Jeez. number yeah, like that. I don't know. But <laughs> she was also crazy. a little bit of a diva. She was like, if she barely, like, peed in her diaper, like, she wanted it's it changed. Like, yeah. She just yeah, started screaming. And so, but you know what? I'm that. willing to change it so you'll be yeah. quiet. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. If that's like, what I have to do to sleep, sleep, down, I'm good I will do it. At the end of the day, I need some sleep. So, like, we'll change it. If you go to bed, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So, what? So, let's, we'll go kind of serious on the last one. I know you guys know what the question is, but what has been your biggest challenge as a first-time parent? Like, someone's listening to this today, and they're saying, man, I'm about to be a dad or a mom in a week or two. Like, you can give them one thing and let them know what challenge so that it won't hinder them. What's it going to be? What are you going to tell a parent in a week? Be ready for this so it doesn't shut you down. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think for me, obviously, so Abigail's a year old. We just had her first birthday. Absolutely. Um, super cute. And yeah, she, so we're still new to this, but, um, and also she was born. So March of last year during like straight during the pandemic, the week that like Georgia shut down, Right. we're going to the hospital having a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our experience is unique in that way, but I think that this still applies. I think for me, Um, Just from the mom perspective and dealing with um, everything that I did in the last year, the biggest thing that I would tell new moms, if you're listening, is to find a community. Mm. Um, I felt super alone at the beginning. And I know that the pandemic was part of that. And too, like we literally were shut down. We were quarantined. There weren't people around. But um I just think I ended up once things started opening back up last summer, I was not doing good. Like I wasn't in a good headspace and I just, um, I knew that I needed people around me. And so I joined a small group. I started a small group for new moms and those ladies, um, it's just us getting together and having coffee and bringing our babies and stuff. And Um, Whether it's been them or like other friends that I've reached out to, like having people around you, you know, making sure that you don't get isolated. Because I think especially as a new mom, it's so easy to just go through the motions of taking care of the kid, your kids and not thinking about yourself. But you have to take care of yourself first so that you can be there for the kids. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. so for me, that was the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing I would say to someone, anyone who's listening about That's to great. become a parent is make sure you have community around you. If you mm-hmm. don't have community, find it, find yeah. it somewhere because you can't do this on your own. Yeah, and absolutely. So shameless plug, as Samantha said, she has a small group for that. So <laughs> yeah. if you're looking for somebody, she is a great connector. She's a fantastic <laughs> friend. My wife and I love Samantha dearly. So what would you say? What do you think, Nathaniel? Um First, I do want to say one thing. So, because she's my wife and I can shout her out whenever I want to. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, But what was so important that Samantha said just then about community was that she started a small group. Absolutely, yes. Right? So, there there wasn't a small group for her to join. Like, there wasn't a community that she felt called to be a part of. See so she need, started it. Need. And so Absolutely. many other yeah. moms and she did it. Her group was for new and expecting moms. Mm. And so not only did she help meet that need for herself, but she helped meet it for other people, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, which was so important because sometimes you could be the answer to your own question. Yes. Like yeah. you could be fulfilling your own need, but 
in fulfilling your need, you're fulfilling the need of so many more people. For sure. Um, as well. And so yeah. think about the other ripple effects. I mean, yeah. you're meeting, you said like we're meeting for coffee and with our kids. Yeah. Think about the lifelong friendships you're yeah. already creating for Absolutely. your own kid Absolutely. or for yourself for later. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's incredible yeah. to think about how far out that actually yeah. goes. It's super cool. Right. Yeah. I would, I would say the biggest, um, one of the biggest challenges. Um, so we decided that Samantha uh, was going to be a stay-at-home mom. She's about to start working again. Um, but we decided she was going to be a stay-at-home mom. That was something that was in her heart. Um, and so we wanted to do that. And so one of the biggest challenges was, um, I would just say finances. Like we had to figure yeah. out and navigate a single, being a single-income family yeah. um, because the area that we live in is expensive. Like it's expensive it to live where <laughs> we're at. It's expensive to eat. It's, it's expensive, expensive to do anything. To yeah. breathe. <laughs> Yeah, it's expensive to do anything. You want a new apartment? Cool. Two grand. (laughs) Where your money at? (laughs) So so finances were a big deal. But I would definitely say um, to anybody who's thinking about taking on that challenge, like I think as much of a challenge as it was financially, it was so much greater of a blessing to know I'm not having to just randomly drop my kid off at daycare like and worry about those environments. Like she gets to stay home with her mom. Um, and, and so like, if that's something, especially for people listening who are about to be parents, like if that's something that's in your heart, definitely like do that because the numbers will never look right. Right. Yeah. Like, cause some people True. are like, I would love to be a stay at home mom. We can't afford it. And it's like, well, if that's what God put in your heart, then that's what you should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are certain times like, yes, there are, there are needs financially. Um, but we just learned like, this is what, this is what we feel is right for our family. Mm-hmm. So we're going to figure it out. Mm. Um, you know, and it's been over a year now and yeah. we did, we figured it out every step of the way. It was a um, great so, faith builder. <laughs> it was True, a great yeah. faith builder, yeah. right? Um, because also God will, God will never put something in your heart if he's not going to make a way for yeah. it to happen. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it, I've, I've slowly been learning that lately, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and we're trying to remember like if God's in it. It's yeah. good. Like, yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah. He's not going to get you to start something that's like, okay, well, he's going to fail later, but he'll enjoy the work. No. <laughs> no. If God's in it, it's going to be great. Yeah. Right. And, and so, that's what that decision was. Yeah. And look where, was look where you're at now. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. So, so it was super cool for us to know. Um, it, it made, and it made it easier for me to work knowing yeah. that. Because I think sometimes it's even harder to work. And that's where you get into those seasons of like, you know, is is the work worth the money if my kid's sitting in daycare? Because mm-hmm. really, if you think about it these days, if you even if you just work a nine to five, depending on where your kid goes to daycare, you're dropping them off 30 minutes early. 30, well, depending on where you work, too, because so, yeah. like, yeah. so many people commute. So many people commute, and so now your kid's spending like nine or ten hours of their day with, I don't, I don't want to say strangers, because daycares, you do develop relationships with the, with the children's teachers and stuff, but like, they're developed like this is this is time that I don't get with my kid. And so yeah. for me as a father being able to go out and work hard and work whatever hours I needed to, it made it a lot easier for me knowing that at the end of the day my, my child's at home, she's with my wife. Um, you know, yeah. and, and that's and not for developing. everyone, but that no, was what yeah. we we knew was best for our family. So we mm-hmm. made the decision to make it work. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. I've had a fantastic time talking with you guys, and I've had yeah. an even greater yes. time being friends with you guys. So, Thanks for hey, having us. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you guys are listening, listen, check this out. Share it with somebody that you think might need it. 
and check us out next time. But most of all, come and see us at Turning Point if you're in the area. If you're not, check us out online. But if you are here in person one time, you can meet me, meet Sam and Nathaniel, and maybe get plugged into this small group if that's what yeah. you need. We have plenty of other ones as well for experience for dads and doing all kind of stuff. So it is amazing. So thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Yeah, Love you both dearly. And hey, Parent Yak family, we will talk to you guys next time. See you later.